0: Hello, ladies. I think you'll all agree with me that Kristen is a hard act to follow, but I'm going to take a deep breath and, and try. Well, for most of my life, I've had what many people would consider a near perfect, or as as Patty described, a fairy tale life. I am the fourth of five children and two parents who are still devoted to each other. And like she said, I married my college sweetheart when I was 25. We both had exciting new careers, lots of friends, and supportive families. My life seemed perfect. I always had a need to excel, to accomplish things on my own, and I wanted to have the power to make decisions that affected my life as well as the outcomes that affected other people as well. For instance, it wasn't enough for me to be the first female drummer in my high school. I had to be the winningest band member and also the band president. Whereas a lot of my friends were happy to get a degree in five years, I got, I worked real hard and got two in four. After college, I took a job at a Fortune 500 company that made me a program manager at age 26. And at age 34, I started an environmental consulting firm with several business colleagues that became very successful. And my fairy tale life shattered about a year later. I had a brother, and his name was Jim. Our three older siblings were a lot older than Jim and I were, so we grew up separately from them. And although I was two years older than Jim, he tended to take care of me like a big brother would. He had only been a little bit sick for a long time, and I guess I just thought he would keep on living that way. But Jim had a fatal disease. He never complained about his illness, and he really never begged me to come visit, although he had moved in with my parents and lived only about 30 minutes away. I didn't visit as often as I could have, and now I wish I had. On the morning of January 8, 1996, Jim died at age 33. I was literally on the phone with my mother and father who were at his side as he took his last breath, and I raced to his home to see him one last time, only to see the coroner load his body into an SUV. Immediately after that, I did the only thing that I thought would help me cope. I drove into my office, and I worked all day. But I didn't really cope. I was devastated. I was also confused about life after death and why bad things happen to good people. I didn't know where to get those questions answered, so I focused almost all of my energy on work. And I mean really focused. I was intense, driven, and very tenacious. I regularly work 60 to 70 hours a week, weekends too. My new company, and I must admit, my own career specifically became my number one priority. As hard as I worked, I never seemed to catch up. The opportunities and challenges kept coming, and my life felt out of control. But in the back of my mind, I could hear a faint whisper, urging me to recognize and give attention to what is really important. Losing Jim made me realize how precious life is and made me ask what am I going to do with mine what is my purpose what would give my life meaning so many people never take the time to think about that much less take any action to have a life filled with purpose and meaning I began to realize that my purpose in life had to be more than my career I'm an action-oriented person so I decided I was going to prioritize my life At first all i thought i needed was was balance i heard people talk about having a balanced life or having work life balance that ideal blend of work and personal life but balance is much more complicated than the hours you spend at work versus the rest of your life balance is about having clarity about what matters most to you and making sure that you're consistently taking care of those things that are most important in a manner that is typical for a type A control freak like me. I worked hard to find balance through my own efforts. I thought the source of my frustration and lack of peace was that I simply worked too much. So I cut back on the number of hours I was working, I tried to exercise more often, and I read a couple of self-help books. Those efforts changed the amount of time that I spent doing different things. I got more sleep, I got a little thinner, but those things didn't change my heart and they didn't add to my sense of peace or happiness. I still had the need to control almost everything, still tried to cram more action items into a day, and I still kept demanding more of myself and of others around me. And I was still so sad about losing my brother. Not a day went by that I didn't cry at least once, and my questions about life and death and loss and why Jim had to die so young went unanswered. On what would have been Jim's 34th birthday about a year after he died I attended a special service in his honor at my parents church although my mom and dad and their congregation were celebrating his life I cried inconsolably through it it made me realize that my parents were dealing with my brother's death much better than I was they had been private about their faith my entire life And I learned then that they truly believed that he was in a much better place and that they would be reunited with him in heaven. I want you all to understand when I was a child, my parents had regularly taken me to church. I believed in God, I believed that God created the world, but I didn't think that God knew me or had any interest in me or anything to do with my life. At about the same time, a friend confided in me that she was having marital trouble. And that she was seeking God's direction on what to do about her marriage I knew that she was a Christian she was dis- disappointed and hurt by her husband's infidelity as you would expect but she was willing to forgive him and allow their marriage to move forward if he stopped the affair it was that simple to her other women I've known in this situation have fallen apart they've been angry or vengeful and I never blame the one bit I thought it was interesting that she used the Bible for guidance and prayer for support. She told me that it was the source of her strength, and she seemed to fully expect that everything would be okay if she trusted God with the situation. It finally hit me that both my parents and this friend had such a hope and joy in spite of their circumstances, and it made me realize that they had something special I did not have. I knew then that there was a hole in me that wasn't being filled by a successful career or even the love and support of my wonderful husband. That's when I knew that my priorities needed to change in ways I had never before considered. I was interested in exploring the source of their strength since I was beginning to finally admit to myself that my own strength wasn't enough to deal with the death of my brother and the challenges of my career. One day, that same Christian friend invited me to go to a meeting where they would be talking about God in the Bible she said there wouldn't be any pressure to do anything but listen I thought I might be able to get answers to the questions that I had never resolved since my brother's death and I liked the idea that it was on a Tuesday night since I really wasn't ready to show up at a church on a Sunday morning I went to the Bible study for several weeks in a row and I learned how God had sent Jesus to live on earth to show us how to live and that he chose to die on a cross to pay the price for my sins. Like I said earlier, I had always believed in God as a scientist. I could see his hand in nature and in tiny microbes and in the vast cosmos. It dawned on me that if God could create all of this, then certainly he could know me and that I could have a personal relationship with him. I also learned that despite my faults and many sins, God loves me. And created me for a purpose the fourth night that I attended something very powerful happened to me I made a decision to believe that Jesus had died for me and that he could provide a truly abundant life if I would let him direct my path every decision in every circumstance I felt immediate peace and I thanked Jesus for forgiving me my sins I experienced an incredible sense of joy When I let go, and I asked Jesus to take control of my life. And I had felt like a different person since that night in 1999. I was 39 years old, and I felt like a brand new person. I finally knew what people meant about being born again. Now as I experience life, the good times and the bad, I know that God is with me. I have faith in the fact that God loves me and works out everything for the good, even when I don't recognize it as such. I realize now that I can trust God in all things, and I don't have to try so hard to control my world. A few years after Jim died, my sister called me with some very bad news. She lives in Washington State, and she's seven years older than me. We are very different, and so we weren't very close. In fact, when it comes to politics and religion, we couldn't be any farther apart. But my husband and I are close to her son, Brian. We took him on a trip to Peru after he graduated from high school, and so we share a very special bond. Kate called to tell me that Brian had been diagnosed with a seizure disorder and that it might be due to a brain tumor. Before I became a Christian, I would have said, why is this happening to our family again? I would have been upset, frustrated, and emotional. But instead, I immediately turned to God to help me through it, and I had a sense of peace. I really did. I prayed that Brian didn't have a brain tumor. But if he did, then I prayed that God would comfort and strengthen him and all of us. I even told my sister that I would be praying for Brian and for her, and she thanked me for that. It was the first time she appeared to accept and almost appreciate my faith in prayer and in God. God gave me a sense of peace, and I relied on him to help me maintain and share a hopeful outlook about Brian. That attitude and my subsequent actions came from my belief that God was in control. I knew the way I handled the situation helped my sister and my other families family members, especially the ones that don't share my faith. It ended up that although Brian has a seizure disorder, he did not have a brain tumor. Today, he's doing well, and he serves in the Peace Corps in Paraguay. I'm grateful that it wasn't as serious as it could have been, but the real issue is how I handled it. I didn't fall apart, and I truly sense from God that Brian and the rest of us would be okay. My sister Kate and I are now very close. Thanks to what God has done in my life. Knowing God and relying on the presence of his spirit in me has changed me. Before I knew God, coworkers would have said that I was a self-centered workaholic, like a train driver with a get-out-of-my-way attitude. They would have described me as impatient and bossy. Now people tell me that I'm compassionate and I have a kinder presence at work, more patient and able to yield to others. Before I trusted Jesus with my life, I was quickly frustrated and often unhappy with myself and with others. I'm happier now and it shows to everyone I interact with. But these changes didn't happen overnight. I initially thought it would be really hard to put God in control of my life. I thought that if I wasn't in control, then things wouldn't go the way I wanted them to. We all know that confidence can be a good thing, but my self-confidence had led me to a false perception that I was more right than everyone else having power over other people ensured that i got my way now i've let go of demanding that my will be done and i ask god to show me his will for everything in my personal and professional life i talk to god routinely at work at home when i'm driving in my car wherever whenever i know he's listening and i truly sense his presence i mostly pray that i'll continue to rely on him more and more to yield to his will and they become more Christ-like. Now, even when challenges have come along, i found that I can rely on my faith and trust in Him. I'm enjoying not always being in control, believe it or not, and letting other people do things their way. I've realized that ultimately God is in control anyway. Over the past 11 years, I've done a number of practical things to keep my spiritual life growing. I attend a church where we learn about God and the Bible and God's presence in our lives At first attending a church took some courage because i didn't know anyone and i hadn't attended in a while i've sought out and developed friendships with people who can help me grow spiritually and who encourage me through their love and their prayers and they hold me accountable i've attended a a number of bible studies where in small groups i've learned how to apply biblical principles in daily living and over time i have found answers to those questions that i desperately needed answering I have found out that his purpose for me is much more exciting than anything I had ever imagined, and it's certainly more rewarding than a successful career. Even so, the little company that that I helped start 16 years ago is doing great, and my career has never been better. I know firsthand that when trials come, everything is stripped away, and we only have what has been built up on the inside—our character and our spiritual resources. We're focused to. And forced to see who we really are or are not now when I face some huge challenge or loss I know that I can call on God to help me through it I know that because the most heart-wrenching thing I've ever had to deal with opened the door to a new life for me Jim's death was a catalyst to discovering a personal relationship with God which has become the most important relationship in my life We like to think that our lives will go on like a fairy tale that we can plan and live out but the reality is that unexpected and even sad or painful things will happen no one wants bad things in their life but whatever they may be god can give you a better way to deal with them even in the everyday ups and downs of life i no longer crave power or control and i have a sense of peace and joy and incredible strength through him. I am living proof that knowing God can truly change your life. Thank you.